I wonder if, in your lifetime, any of you have heard statements along these lines. You have your father's eyes. You look just like your mum. I can see your granny in you. You walk just like your grandpa. Or have you caught a glimpse of yourself in a mirror or said something and thought, oh, I'm turning into my dad, my mum, my Aunt Jessie. I had a cousin who was adopted and yet often when I looked at her, I would see the same quizzical look on her face that could be seen on my uncle's, her father's face. We often reflect the mannerisms and character of those that we are closest to. Jesus was questioned about the paying of the tribute tax to Caesar. In response, he said, show me the coin used for paying the tax. They brought him a denarius and he asked them, whose image is this and whose inscription? Caesar's, they replied. Then he said to them, so give back to Caesar what is Caesar's and to God what is God's. When they heard this, they were amazed. So they left him and went away. Jesus' response of give back to Caesar what is Caesar's and to God what is God's has often been interpreted by Christians along the lines of we should pay our taxes and give to the church. But Jesus was saying something more. First, a couple of things to note here. Denarii were strictly forbidden in the temple because they bore Caesar's claim to be divine to be God, and because no graven images were permitted within the temple walls. The fact that they had them there showed their own hypocrisy. Also, Caesar's taxes were not just about financial support, they were also about religious worship. You were honouring the God Caesar by paying tribute to him. So what might Jesus really be saying here? He starts with the question, whose image is on the coin? Caesar's. Well, give it back to Caesar. But what has God stamped with his image? Genesis chapter 1 verse 27 tells us, So God created people in his own image. In the image of God he created them. Male and female he created them. That's us human beings. Therefore, it's not money we give back to God, it's our very lives we should give back to God. That is why the questioners were amazed and why they left him and went away. They were reminded of their own hypocrisy and of their own shortcomings. But I wonder if they left with a question in their minds. If I'm made in the image of God, what does that actually mean? I don't think God created humanity to be physical copies of what God looks like. A little boy sat down at the kitchen table with his crayons and a big sheet of blank paper and he started to draw. His father, noticing the youngster hard at work at the table, stopped to look. What are you doing, son? I'm drawing a picture of God, said the little boy. But son said the father. You can't draw a picture of God. Nobody knows what God looks like. The little boy thought for a moment and said, well they will when I'm finished. 
Most people would agree with the father of the story. No one knows what God looks like. But there are some other ways of looking at what the image of God could mean. And here's a few of those aspects of being human that people have said could be the image of God that we carry with us. Intelligence, the ability to reason, emotions, self-awareness, the ability to communicate, having a conscience, having free will. But some of these can be taught and developed. And some animals show intelligence, and some mammals, like dolphins, can communicate. There have even been gorillas taught to do sign language. So perhaps that isn't the whole picture of what it means to be created in the image of God. If the image of God makes us different from the other creatures, then what is it? In Psalm 8, we have a poetic retelling of the story of creation found in Genesis 1. Yet you have made them a little lower than the heavenly beings and crowned them with glory and honour. You have given them dominion over the works of your hands. God gave humanity glory and honour and gave them charge and responsibility over everything that he made. God made us to be like him in that we are his representatives here on earth. One of the reasons God created us and called us to serve him is so that we could, in a sense, show the world what God looks like. His love, his care, his sense of justice. And the amazing thing is all of us have the ability to represent God to the world and to do it in our own way with the gifts and abilities we have. But I wonder if sometimes we can be a bit like Moses, fearful and nervous and feeling we're not really equipped to face what is being asked of us. It was then that Moses asked God for help so he could face what lay ahead with more confidence and less like a rabbit caught in the headlights. When Moses was on the top of Mount Sinai speaking with God, Moses said, please show me your glory. And how did God respond? If you were God, what would you show Moses? Would you show him thunder and lightning? a tremendous earthquake, huge ocean waves or distant galaxies. Remember, he's seen amazing things already. Burning bushes, pillars of fire and cloud, parting of water. And what God said in response was this, I will cause my goodness to pass in front of you. In other words, the most glorious thing about God is not his power, majesty, strength, the most glorious thing about God is how good he is. God passed by Moses and proclaimed his goodness, kindness, love, mercy and compassion. And if we're not sure what to do with that, what's expected of us, how we are to understand that glory of God, then we can see this image of God made visible to us through looking at Jesus Christ his life, his ministry. Jesus is the one who reveals the image of God the most, 
his love, his forgiveness, his acceptance, his care. Hebrews 1 verses 1 to 3 tells us, In the past God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom he made the universe. The Son is the radiance of God's glory, and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. And the great mission that we have been entrusted with is to declare God's glory among the nations expressed in wonderful qualities such as goodness, justice and mercy, which we are called to reflect to those around us. We often reflect the mannerisms and character of those we are closest to. I wonder if when we get to the end of the day, the week, the year, or indeed the end of our life, if anyone will say of us, you look just like your Father in heaven.